The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. Hey, good evening, everybody. It is at Notebook Wagering here tonight with myself, if you follow Matt. We have uh, at Smitty Bucks, and we got our special guest, Shane P. Hallam back. Give him a look on Twitter. We're going to cover the second half of round one of the NFL draft tonight, picks 16 through 32. Shane's going to give us all of his expertise, who we should look at if you guys are doing a draft poll. Shane, why don't you uh, give us a little lead in, give yourself a little promo as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam. If you have questions or want to know something more in depth, just shoot me a tweet. Um, I write for fakepigskin.com. So my final mock draft will be up there um, the day before the draft. My top 100 probably on Wednesday uh, before the draft. So you can find those there. And um, I do a podcast, The Debbie Marketplace. Um, which you can check out wherever you get your podcast. If you're interested in college players, uh, fantasy football, Debbie fantasy football, we do that. Um, and Steel City Insider, 24-7 sports. I write about the Steelers, and I'm coming out with my uh, seven-round Steelers mock draft this week. So it should be towards the end of this week. Awesome. Awesome. I can't, awesome. Wait. can't wait. I can't wait for that. For anybody, <laughs> for anybody who's listening, give this guy a look, man. He is like the Encyclopedia Britannica of the draft not on the mainstream that's out there. So give him a look. He's terrific. Somebody, you have anything you want to start out with tonight? No, man, I'm good. Let's let's dive into it. All right. So we finished up with pick 15, the Patriots. So we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals tonight. Um, this is an up-and-coming team. They've done a lot of work in the offseason. Shane, what do you think? I'm really intrigued. I, I, you know, I thought they'd make kind of a big leap last year. They were my sleeper team to get to the playoffs and maybe do some damage, you know, and it didn't quite get there yet. Um, but I, I think that offense is starting to this, getting the personnel they want um, to make that work. And so I think if the uh, couple more weapons, if the defense can catch up, I mean, I think, I think they could be a really, really dangerous team soon. So I was a little t- torn on their pick here because um, they they're gonna lose Larry Fitz. They've they've upgraded in air quotes their offensive line we believe, but mm-hmm. uh, they have the Patrick Peterson debacle still hanging around there. They still could use a couple weapons. You're absolutely right. Maybe a tight end and, and another wide receiver. The running back still a needy position. On my draft board, I'm actually gonna have them taking the best cornerback available, and I, I don't see J.C. Horn slipping there but I could see somebody like Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. I, I think if Caleb Farley, if he gets the clean bill of health, um, then he's definitely a possibility. I mean, with Patrick Peterson gone, like you said, I mean, I think that's a huge, huge hole uh, for them that they really have to fill. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they go offense, if they go with a weapon. I think if we see one of those Alabama receivers, uh, Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddell, fall down, um to this pick for whatever reason i mean i think that's a real possibility um you you know that they want to have that kind of upright um passing attack 
uh, that that's very multifaceted. And I think, you know, when they drafted Andy Isabella in the second round a couple years ago, um, that was a flop. That was a complete bust. And so they still need that deep threat. I mean, he was a 4-3 guy. I think they want that type of player. So maybe it's not the first round, but I think at some point, the Cardinals are going to draft another speed receiver. Um, they did get A.J. Green. They signed him. Um, so it's, it's, it's just going to be really interesting. Like, they could go so many different ways. Um, but I agree. I think corner, if Farley's health is good, I don't think Malcolm Butler is going to, you know, fill Patrick Peterson's shoes. I think receiver um, – is on the table and you know running back uh they signed james connor um and they have chase edmonds but i think a guy like travis Etienne from clemson could i mean that might be the ideal fit for him in that zone scheme he would do damage um so i think cardinals are kind of a linchpin into the second half um second half of this draft for sure uh, you made a great point. Uh, Andy Isabella was a swing and miss. They also swung and miss on Hakeem Butler that year too. So they Ooh, they yeah. missed twice on wide receiver. Yeah, which the, this it's not the system that you want. I mean, smartly they traded for DeAndre Hopkins right after that, right? <laughs> Realizing the problem, yeah. like okay, we'll just go get Very the best true. receiver in the league. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we'll see someone else there uh, from this draft. Smitty, anything? No, I I mean I think again you guys said it. I, Matt, I agree with you. I was, I was, you know, I haven't done my sheet yet. I have some little side notes here and there. I was looking at a DB, a cornerback, I think somewhere there. So again, I kind of agree with you. The kid out of South Carolina, Horn, Farley's a good one too. I agree with uh, Shane if his health's there. I could see, I think Shane, you know, said it well too. If one of those wide receivers drop, I, they, they love their weapons. And I, you know, again, like you said, Isabella, it, is not really the answer there. He hasn't really done much. So I, I, they could go in a lot of directions. I think DB that's where I'd go. All right. Pick 17. We have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders on the clock. This is a, this is actually the, these next three picks to me are super intriguing and Shane touched on it with the Cardinals. If these wide receivers start to drop, are these teams going to be in play? And then we have the old Al Vega, Al uh, Davis Vegas mantra. Now just win and speed kills. So if a wide receiver like Jalen Waddle slips to 17, does he go that route? I actually, on my draft sheet, I think they need to, to boost their defense. That division's too fully loaded with uh, Herbert in San Diego and then Mahomes, of course, in KC. They struggle at the linebacker position they have recently. I'm going to look at a guy named Zaven Collins. And then there's also a guy from Kentucky who's jumping up draft boards named Yamin Davis, I believe it's pronounced. I know it's a little bit of a reach on him, but I think they I think they could use a guy who can thump in the middle and actually cover some tight ends. Shane? I think those linebackers are a real possibility. Um that they did sign, you know, a ton of linebackers last year, I think, to try to fill that hole. I really thought they'd end up with a couple linebackers in last year's draft. Didn't do it. Um and so they they um you know, are kind of making some adjustments to add to that pass rush, but they do need that kind of middle athletic player. So I think Zayvon Collins is in play. I think the other positions offensive line, I think they cut uh, three of their starting offensive linemen. Um, so, it, you know, a bit of a problem. Brandon Parker starting at right tackle is not ideal. Um, so that right tackle hole is gigantic. The right guard hole is pretty big. Um, center could be a possibility as well. Um, and, 
you know, even left guard that Richie Incognito is not exactly someone you still want to be starting. So um, I really like if he's there, Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma State, probably who I'll have him taken in my final mock because he's he's that type of Gruden ass kicker, you know, that like I probably haven't seen a lineman as violent as Tevin Jenkins in years who uh, loves putting people on the ground. And that's his goal. And he's not the maybe the best you know, pass blocker and kick slider. Um, but if he gets his hands on you, like you're done. And I think that's the kind of player that, I mean, Gruden and Mayock will just absolutely love. Uh, and with the Raiders too, though, you can't discount them taking a guy that has a third round grade. You know, they took Damon Arnett last year, who I had a third round grade on. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but um, they seem very content sometimes to take someone that really fits their system. Um, but maybe wasn't really worth the pick. I was going to touch on the same thing. I wasn't going to quite go with the Arnett <laughs> mention, but I was going to go with the Cleveland Farrell pick mm-hmm. um, a little That's early a in round, a little early in round one. Pick no, it, fourth overall. I mean, that's yeah. A little, just a little early that year. No, I agree. I mean, Shane said with the offensive line, they got rid of three guys. I think anybody, I, I love Jenkins out of Oklahoma state. He's one of my favorite guys in this. I would love somehow the Steelers to get him. I don't think it's going to happen, though, but he's one that I really like. Uh, I've seen in some, like, they have um, Parsons out of Penn State dropping, and this could be a a spot for him, which Mm -hmm. I'm really shocked if he drops this far down. But, again, stranger things have happened. So I think linebacker, what Matt said, I agree. But offensive line, I, I would think anything offensive line here they need to go get. No, I, to touch on that too, uh, Michael Parsons, I think, is an interesting selection, kind of merging both your points there. It's a linebacker. It's a linebacker that's a blue chip, talented prospect. You know, Parsons' issue is kind of character concerns. Um, there's a lot of talk that he, uh, you know, he got benched at times for arguing with coaches, that he had the whole um, hazing scandal where he was named in a lawsuit. You know, so there, there's a couple things Maybe nothing like super egregious, uh, but to fall to 17 could happen. And the Raiders never been a team to shy away from that. I don't think it would start now. So that, that's a good call. All right. On to pick 18 with the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins already had pick six. Uh, and since we don't really do trades, most Neatniks have them pegged for probably either Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts early. So with the second pick go around, they still have a couple holes in my opinion. One is running back. Two, uh, can you ever have enough offensive linemen in my opinion? But I would actually lean if I see, I only see one running back going in round one. I'm actually going to take a risk here. I would actually throw in Najee Harris here for the Dolphins. I think I think it's on the table. Um, I think they've shown interest. I, I I just don't know how much they value that position. I, I, I don't think the Dolphins brass are a team that values running back. Uh, I could be wrong. Right? They drafted Ashley Harris, and I look really dumb for that statement. But um, I, I almost feel like uh, them and the Jets are two teams that really don't value running backs. They – you know, I think Miami has to take one fairly early. Eighteen uh, is a possibility, so I think Najee Harris probably would be that guy. Uh, I mean, you do have the 
former running backs coach, now the co-offensive coordinator, who he's the one that ran Adajay Harris through um, some of the light drills that Adajay Harris didn't do much at his pro day, but, um, you know, a, a couple of the workout things. So I think it could be interesting. And, you know, down at the Senior Bowl, you know, they were coaching and they were there with Adajay Harris. So there's a lot of connections there with Tua. Um, I can definitely see it. I think, you know, obviously if they pass on a weapon, if Chase and Pitts are gone uh, and they pass on Waddle and Smith, then I think those receivers come into play. Uh, I think linebacker is probably the other option. Um, they, they signed Benardrick McKinney, uh, but I think his best days have passed him. So other than Jerome Baker, they really don't have a good linebacker. And this is kind of that value. Micah Parsons, David Collins, um, Yaman Davis, you know, those players that you mentioned, I think this is good value for them there um, as well. So it, it is really intriguing. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, offensive line, I, I struggle because it's – and there's a couple of these teams here in the second half that need an interior lineman. And that's a, that's one of the hardest positions for me to mock because our team is willing to take a guard or take a tackle and move him to guard in the top 20. You know, Elijah Vera Tucker from USC, maybe. Uh, but that, that, I, that, that could be a real possibility. So, you know, I have – I don't really have a dilemma from the teams here to the bottom, but in my past likelihood, I actually think this is where the best player on the board actually comes into play. So when you see a guy slipping, like like if Waddle and Smith are still here, I mean, the natural thing is, hey, let's grab them and pair them with Tua. Get, get them a little more comfortable. That's your guy. I do, in my opinion, I don't think either are going to get here. But I do like the uh, defensive play you said with the linebacker, especially because Flores runs the team. I, I don't see that many holes on this team, though. I actually think they've done an excellent job in the past two, three drafts to plug everything they need. They Now they just have to kind of put it together. Yeah, I mean, they had so many picks last year, and they have so many picks this year with yep. those the trade to Houston. Uh, it's really working out for them. So they can be dangerous. Smitty? I kind of like offensive line here. And I think when I do my sheet, I'll be really looking to see who's there. I think, again, if uh, Jenkins at Oklahoma State's there, this would be a great pick. I, I you know, I think if they get Chase with uh, with their first pick, uh, number six, I think they have some weapons here. Just keep building the offensive line to protect that young quarterback. I like offensive line here. Perfect segue, because uh, on deck at pick 19 is my team, the Washington football team. And I really thoroughly enjoy what they've done in the past two years drafting. Actually, probably three years. And we keep bringing up Tevin Jenkins, and I'm hoping he slips and slips and slips and gets here somehow. I'd love to see him probably they're going to have to try him at the left tackle because they have Morgan Moses on the other side, but he's hurt a lot. They still have Scherf. In my opinion, that's the move the Redskins need to do is that they're, they're killing it on the defensive side of the ball. They've addressed their needs on the offensive side of the ball, signing some wide receivers and they got young ones coming back like Kelvin Harmon. They got the running back finally addressed. I think if they want to keep winning and become some bullies, get that big lineman here. Give me, give me Tevin Jenkins. Are you uh, down for the Washington Demon Cats? Are you? Uh... <laughs> Preferably, I'd actually rather just leave it as the Washington football team. 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed though. You know, when they changed it, I, I bought a, a, t- a shirt because uh, I was like, look, this is going to be like a year, and I can, this this is going to be just a, a, a moment in history. But if they keep it, I'll, I'll, that won't work out, I guess, for me. But <laughs> hey, it's, it could be could be a sweet little neat neck keepsake though. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think I think obviously at left tackle position, it'd be it'd be really nice to address it. Um, and I'm really you know, kind of intrigued of, I think there's some different players to address that position because of that zone scheme for them um, that, you know, would be great with Antonio Gibson. I think that really would have success. So, uh, you know, I'm with you. I think maybe just the best offensive tackle on the board. I think in my most recent mock, I had him taking Christian Darsaw, the offensive tackle from Virginia Tech, probably was played the best this past season, all things considered. Um I, you know, I think linebackers in play here too. Uh, it's, it's definitely a position that they've been looking hard at in pro days. Um, you can tell by the attendance of some of those high pro- profile linebackers that we keep mentioning. Um, but there's, there's, you know, John Bostic and David Mayo, you know, there's just not a great like middle kind of player that uh, can be an athlete. Not that like the defense for Washington necessarily should be the focus to me, but um, I could see that happening here too. Smitty? I'll tell you, there's, you know, this is going to make Mac go crazy here. I, I looked at a couple, a couple mocks, and they have them taking um, a running back here. Oh, I, I see. I don't think that. I, I think that's some pundit just trying to do a puff piece. If that's you. Well, and you know, just some of the shows down here too, Matt. They've talked. You know, I brought up last week about a, maybe a wide receiver here, and you know, I kind of forgot Humphreys signed there, but Humphreys is only a one year deal. I I could see if a if a another weapon fell here, I could see them trying to maybe go get another uh, wide receiver here. I said it last week. I'm going to stick with it. I like. Humphreys a lot, but it's a one-year deal. They might add it on. I agree. I think where they should go is offensive line. I think again, if uh, the kid out of Virginia Tech's there, uh, again, we uh, every every team I keep saying the Oklahoma Oklahoma State kid. So I think just go get the offensive line. I agree. I think their defense is really good. I think the running back. I agree with you. I just wanted to say that to kind of get you fired up. I, I have no idea why they would need uh, <laughs> first round there, but. Um, I could see if one of the wide receivers fall here, I wouldn't be shocked. But I, I, th- I agree. I think offense line. If Christian Darishaw's there, I'm actually going to personally call the Redskins <laughs> facility and say, "Look, just, just get it in, get it done." I don't think he's going to get down that far, but we'll see. That's a name that down here they've talked a lot about. Yeah. All right, pick number twenty, and this is a team that I literally have no idea in which direction they're going. The Chicago Bears on the clock. To me, this team actually needs a lot. They seem to be getting older, not younger. Uh, they still have Allen Robinson. They, I think they've addressed the running back need with David Montgomery, but what are you doing at quarterback? They're still good on defense. They still have some studs. They still have uh, Keem Hicks. Uh, they can rush the passer. The, their back end is actually solid. I think, though, if a wide receiver falls here, and actually, out of the ones that are likely to to slip would be Devonta Smith, in my opinion. But I could actually say see him sticking close to home and maybe going a little reach and try to make a play for Rondale Moore. Hey, um, yeah, I, I'll be a little surprised if Rondale Moore goes that early. Um, I think I think taking a, a guy that's five seven in the first round would be tough to swallow. But um, 
you know, it's it's possible. We know they're trying to trade Anthony Miller. So you have Allen Robinson, you have Darnell Mooney, who had a great rookie season, but they definitely need another weapon. Um, so I do think it's on the table. I think the right side of the offensive line is pretty putrid. Um, uh, and they, they, I mean, they, they, they ran behind that left side all season last year with Montgomery. Montgomery had a great year, like, but it be, they became very predictable um, when Mitch Trubisky couldn't throw it, and that's all they could do. Um, I, they've, you know, they've looked at the quarterbacks. Um, obviously there's not going to be one here. Could this be a team that trades up I, to me? They brought in Andy Dalton, um, and the coach and GM, you know, they're, they're, this is their jobs. Like this is it, you know, Matt Nagy's going to be gone if, if they don't win. So uh, to me, it's, it almost seems like you don't really take the QB here. I, I think a defensive tackle, um, is a big position, um, they were pretty bad against the run last season. Christian Barmore from Alabama is probably the only one that's worthwhile. Uh, I think he'll go in the first round. I think could be a good fit. Um, I think we could see corner if there's a corner worth taking here. You know, Farley falls. I think Caleb Farley, um, they, they have been shy about taking injury uh, players before. So that would make sense. You know, Jalen Johnson had a good rookie year. Uh, but Desmond Trufant doesn't really do much. For me, so um, I actually kind of like corner. I, I think if Farley's here, or now we start to get to Greg Newsom from Northwestern, another local kid, um, we start to get into that next tier of corners where that, that usually go in the late first in a lot of these drafts because um, teams really need them. It's funny you brought up Newsom. I had him on my third depth pick for them. I I, I think he's actually a really solid not not super highlight real type of guy, but a really solid corner there. Smitty, I think, I mean, his, his tape is really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I think DB, I think Fuller being, he's gone. I think they're, I think they have to go secondary here. So I, you know, again, I agree with you guys. I think both of those names you just said is in play here. Um, could this, I, I agree with Shane, you know, I, I'm not a, I kind of like Andy Dalton personally. I mean, I know, I mean, I, you know, I know he didn't, didn't take him to the promised land in Cincinnati, but I think it's a guy that can just, he could play and just keep him afloat. Now, again, is he your future? No. Uh, you know, they're going to have to trade up to get a quarterback if they want to, but I think you just stick with Andy Dalton for a year or so and see, I, I'd, I'd go defense or a D line guy on this, but I, I, I'm, on my sheet, I'm going to go. I'm going to be looking at a DB here for for them. Okay, pick twenty one, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think this is a solid, solid roster. Um, one glaring hole they let they lost Anthony Costanzo, the left tackle, to retirement. They they have the weapons. They have basically the best O-line in football you want to think on paper, but without that left tackle, I think that's where they have to go right away. But I'm actually going to flip the script. I actually think they're going to try to get boost up the defense. I think they're going to try to get a pass rusher. And I actually like one of basically three guys, Aziz Ozerlari, Jalen Phillips, or even Greg Russo. But I think Russo's not a good fit in my opinion. I actually think Ozerlari is the best fit. Now, I know last week when we talked, you had Ojolari going pretty high. I I think if he slips down here, the Colts could possibly land a home run hitter right there. 
I I I would love that fit. Um, I think pass rush has got to be on the table for a few more of these teams. You know that I've given it credit for. I, I think Greg Rousseau probably isn't going to go in the first round. The athletic profile just isn't there for him, and the year off didn't help. Um, so I, I think Aziz Ojolari, yeah, definitely in play. Uh, if if you have a guy fall like Jalen Phillips or Quiddy Pay, you know, definitely in play here. Um, you know, what, one of the issues with the Colts is just their lack of draft picks. They have, uh, a, you know, a first rounder, a second rounder, and then they don't have a third, uh, which I think um, really hurts. So when you need a left tackle, uh, I think it's risky maybe to wait till that second round pick, even with as deep as the class is. So I definitely kind of lean that way, you know, in Elijah Vera Tucker, um, I think you start to maybe get to that next tier of offensive tackles. Samuel Cosme from Texas, um, Alex Leatherwood from Alabama, probably a little high for him. Um, but Liam Eikenberg from Notre Dame, you know, I, I think that's probably the way. I think pass rush is probably next. And, um, you know, maybe a wild card is receiver. They drafted Michael Pittman last year. T.Y. Hilton looked uh, like he aged 10 years uh, before last season. And that's about it. Um, so that's that could be a position. I think it's a little bit sneaky uh, early. You know, Paris Campbell coming back from injury. You don't know what you can count on there either. So um, those are kind of the three positions for me. D-line, 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 D-line here. I think the kid out of Georgia, Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, I think that's where you're heading there. I'm going to go, you know, when I do my sheet here coming up, I'm going to look. D line here. I think they have to add. It's a great team. I mean, I really like Matt said. I really, really like this team. Pittman, I love at wide receiver. I have him in a lot of my fantasy uh, leagues. I agree with you. Hilton, Hilton's really gone downhill. I uh, like their offensive line. I, I just add a little bit on the D line. That this team's good. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna interject just a little bit so that I was reading. This is actually one of the worst defensive line interior defensive line drafts they've had in a long time so i love the name you brought up with uh barmore i think that might be a little early for him to even go to the bears or up here but i do think he does go first round yeah i, I think so too. there's a, such a, there's a, such a drop like i'm not sure i have another player that's graded as a second round pick yeah all right let's get the pick 22 in the tennessee titans i'm gonna stay on this defensive train and i'm just gonna make it quick and simple i think this team lost Clowney. they lost other pieces i'm gonna go with jalen phillips here i think this is actually a pretty simple need maybe best player available here they're again this is a really really good football team uh divisions theirs with the colts do they really need an o-lineman they they showed a little holes there last year lawan's been dinged but but then we get to those it's the second tier Leatherwood, Cosme. Are they really needed here? Will they slip? And can we get them later? I'm I'm gonna stick with Jalen Phillips. DN. No, I mean I, I like I think pass rush is a possibility. They did sign Bud Dupree, um, which I, I think is a big addition for them to replace Clowney. Um I, you know, offensive line, kind of the issue is they drafted one in the first round last year in Isaiah Wilson, and uh that was maybe might, might go down as one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Uh, you know, it obviously wasn't, you know, picked super high, but like 
Oof, the character concerns were there and they did it anyway and it, it blew up in their face so bad. Uh, so that right tackle spot's wide open now. That that was that wasn't a play in. Um, also toss receiver. Uh, Corey Davis is gone. So you have AJ Brown. You lost Johnny Smith. Um, what else do you got? You signed Josh Reynolds to a one year deal. Is that really the second weapon for this team? I know it's a run first team, but you need someone else. And then um, so I think this could be an area where I'd like a Rashad Bateman, where I'd like uh, Terrace Marshall from LSU. Um, or maybe could see one of these other receivers go, uh, Kadarius Tony from Florida. You just want a weapon. You can move around um, the team. Uh, I think we're going to start to see some weapons go in the second half of the draft. Love it. Uh, I'm actually, I, I had receiver second, but I figured I'd stick on the DN train there. I like D, I like D line. I think some of those guys we just said from the previous pick, if they're still there. I also I like the I like the wide receiver, and I like the kid you just said, Bateman out of University of Minnesota. I think he's going to be really good. So I think that would be a great fit for them, also. All right, pick twenty three, New York Jets with their second pick. We're going to assume they're going to take quarterback at pick two, although now people are starting to say, "Oh, don't believe the Zach Wilson hype." Of course, we get that one week before the draft. I think that's just a smokescreen. But I think I think their defense was much improved, and they really didn't get much airtime. Nobody really took notice to them. And I think with uh, Salah going there, I, does he try to build even a bigger batter defense, or does he try to get some more weapons in there? Might as well. I, I'm actually going to take – I think this is where a receiver goes in. We're going to see these weapons. So I think it's going to be a, a Moore, a Bateman, a Marshall, or a Tony here for the Jets. This second pick for the Jets is super intriguing to me um, because if they draft Wilson at two, I think they will. Um, yeah, how, how do you help him succeed, right? Uh, like you said, it could be a weapon. Could be an interior lineman. I think they have a big hole at um, the guard positions right now. Uh, so I think that's on the table. Um, and then I think when you look at defense, this is a team that really doesn't have a number two corner uh, that you know is struggling in the pass rush area. I mean, Carl Lawson they signed, but after that, it's pretty barren. Like the defense needs a ton of work. Um, so it's it's really wide open. I think to me, it's going to be almost best player available within those needs a bit, um, which, you know, might probably is going to be, you know, that next to your corner or pass rusher, you know, if one of them falls, I, I can see that happening. I like, I like what you said, Matt. I think a weapon here is I think they're going to go get Zach Wilson, I think, with the number two pick. I, you know, again, I think if Bateman's here, I, I just, I like the kid a lot, but I, I agree, Tony out of Florida would be a good playmaker. I think a playmaker goes here. I like the kid, you know, you keep bringing up more from Purdue, and I I, I really like him. I, I just don't know if he's a first-round talent, but weirder things have happened, and I'm no doubt. I, I, I personally don't think he is, but, I mean, these teams get enamored, and then that, that – uh fake combine pro day tape jumps off at these guys and who knows uh, we always see somebody go that we've never expected i mean you can go back to as recently as far as tyson alu alo to the jags the one year it jumped all the way up to like pick 11 or something 
how is this? And, and we had a third round grade and the, the kid from uh, the Raiders. Somebody's going to jump in here that we don't expect. That's why this is a fantastic job of what we're doing here. Um, yeah, I, right. I, like, I like the, I like a weapon here though. I agree with you. Go get one of those wide receivers. All right. Drum roll. Here we oh. go. Oh, we got, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. Pick I should, wore, I should have wore a Jersey tonight or something here. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys don't have Myron Cope playing in the background. Get ready. <laughs> so I am, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, but I am a Redskins fan. Well, sorry, Washington football team first. So I'm going to use just pure logic here. I'm not going with any of what these experts say. If, if we've said it for a, a month and a half, if the Steelers go running back here, just rip up your season tickets and get ready for some misery, in my opinion. This team has to get younger, has to get better. They better start building from within. Um, Villain the wave is older. They lost their center. Uh, the left guard uh, from DeCastro, he's aging. Two right, uh, The two right side guys, both young. I know it's a little bit of a reach, but I think you have to take best lineman here. And that, in my opinion, comes down to Leatherwood. Cosme, uh, the kid from Notre Dame. And then there's a sleeper, in my opinion, and it's because of his injury. But I really like Landon Dickerson of Alabama. And we all know the Steelers' history of the centers. Well, I, I could actually see him going that way, but that's a little bit of a reach. But if I had to do a draft sheet right now, I might slide him in there just to say, hey, what the hell? So... Like there, there's a big difference between right what I would do and what the Steelers will do. You know, I, I think I'm with you guys. Like, I would, I'd probably take an offensive tackle if I was running the Steelers and the value was there and whatever. Um, there, look, there's this. The the problem is Kevin Colbert's on one year deals, right? He's going to retire at some point soon, probably with with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, so you know, they're they're pushing for a title. They should get younger. They're not. Right, they're bringing back all these guys. They won eleven games in a row, so that they probably think they can win a Super Bowl. And so, if that's the case, then it's about filling holes. And there's really two big holes on the team: it's running back and center. There's no starters to those positions. Zach Banner can play left tackle, not well, but well enough, I guess, for them. Um, and so, I think when you look at who the, who they've really been looking at, it has been those positions um, very early on. So, I think those are going to be the first two picks. Now, in what order? That's the question. I, I think running back is going to top their list. I think if Najee Harris is there, he is the pick. Like, I think it's going to happen. Um, I think that, you know, they're fairly enamored with that size and feeling of, of a, a bell cow. I mean, that's what the team has always used. And um, they failed when they haven't used that. Uh, I think if he's gone, I think Travis Etienne is pretty high up there, too. Um, I think they're going to take one of those players. Now I think that center is a, is a possibility. Um, Landon Dickerson, the, the the talk has not been good about his medical recheck, um, so you know he could fall. Some saying even third or fourth round um, because of that. I don't know if that'll happen, but that's a possibility. If the medical is bad, it's tough to take him. Now I think Creed Humphrey from Al from Oklahoma is pretty darn close. One of the most athletic centers in um, that that's ever worked out. You know, I think he's probably on the board too. Um, and so, and I, I, I really like 
Quinn Miners from Wisconsin Whitewater, who probably isn't going to go this high, probably isn't going to be there for your second round pick. So if you want, you know, you want that starting center, uh, I think it's really tough to find. Uh, but I'm probably going to have in my seven round mock Najee Harris here and Quinn Miners in the second, uh, hoping he falls um, and to fill those two holes. Because I think that's what they will do. Maybe not what they should do. Um, especially Najee Harris. He's my RB3. I'm not the biggest Najee Harris fan. I think it will be a mistake, but I think the Steelers will take him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, like I said, I've been bashed. So many people want him. I just don't see it. And and again, I've said it before. I'm not going to lose sleep either way. It is what it is. I think it's a big, big, big disappointment if they do this and it's not going to work out for him. Because, again, I don't care who you have back there. If you can't block, it's not going to happen. And I agree. They got to get, you know, again, I don't mind Benny Snell as like the guy that can come in and get a couple carries too in a game. I don't have a problem with that. But I, I just, I don't care. You could have Barry Sanders back there. You're not running the ball. And I, to me, it has to be offensive line here. I love, I love the kid out of Alabama, but again, the injury, uh, just anybody on the offensive line, I'd be happy. I, and I, where I'd go next, I, I mean, Nelson, I think they, they release in the DB position. I, I mean, a corner here, I think they got to get some Joe Hayden is about on his last leg. I would look DB then if it's not an offensive line guy here, then I would look DB. Yeah, so I, I think it's interesting. Like, if we flip it, let's say they take an offensive lineman around one. Like, they're going to address the running back position. I, I think Trey Sermon, the running back from Ohio State in round two, is probably who they'll take. It's probably really the last, like, bell cow available that they've had multiple meetings with, shown a lot of interest. The Steelers are not a team that hides what they do. They bring in guys for workouts. They draft those players. You know, that's kind of what it's been. Obviously, we don't we don't have the private workouts, but we do have – what position coaches attended what pro days, you know, you can build a decent draft from that and it's probably going to be fairly accurate. Um, so, you know, I think that's the other possibility. If they go O-line round one, I think Trey Sermon in round two is a near possibility. Um, corner is interesting, you know, trying to do the seven round mock, like there's not enough picks to fill the depth of the Steelers, which is a problem. Uh, they don't have enough of those. I wish they'd trade down. They, they, they won't. Um but I think corner could be the one position on the, that they don't address. Um, I, you know, I think you know, bringing in, bring back, um, you know, Cam uh, Sutton, and maybe they like James Pierre more than we think in Justin Lane. Like, I think it's thin. And I think as Steelers fans, we're used to the corners being bad and teams just <laughs> being able to throw the ball a lot better uh, than they should. And it might happen again. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if it's O-line round one, I still would think it'd be center over tackle. Uh, I, I have tackle round three right now. Um, get a guy developmental one year behind banner and then plug him in there. Um, but it's a, it's a really important draft for the future of the team. And this is a big one. So let me, let me pose a hypothetical question here. If I give you guys each a hundred dollars and three to one odds on either way, Will the Steelers make the playoffs or will the Steelers miss the playoffs? Which way are you going? I'll go for it. I, I, I don't think, you know, it was funny tonight on Daily Wager, guys. They were doing that that conference and they had the Steelers. I think their win total was nine. I believe it was nine. And two of them, 
uh, Doug and uh, somebody else had the over. And Bear came on, and they asked Bear, and he said, my wife's not going to be happy with me because she's a big Steeler fan, but I'm taking the under. They're not getting nine wins. I don't think they're going – I think their their schedule is very tough. I, I, you know, I understand that you still have some – you know, brought Juju back and everything. The offensive line really, really scares me. And, again, Ben can't move much. I, I do not think they're making the playoffs next year. No. Uh, oh, I, I think – uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a tough question. Um, with that seventh seed now, it's like, well, anyone can really kind of slip in. Like, but uh, as Smitty said, that that away schedules like they might not win an away game this year uh, if they can't beat the Bengals. Like that, that that's your one hope. Um, so I, I probably would lean towards an eight day record and a no uh, for me. Yeah, perfect. That's a great answer. I'm, I'm looking at it now, and I might go out and make a wager when stuff drops and pick them to miss the playoffs this year. All right, pick twenty-five. We have another uh, second pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, we get to see what good old Urban Myers, how how he's going to look. I think this is where they kind of go. Best player available. Um, in my opinion, their wide receiver core is actually pretty good. Now, do you want to get Lawrence another weapon? Uh, they, they seem to address the running back need. Do they want to get stronger inside? We go we go again to these second-tier offensive linemen. I'm going to take a banger for them on defense. I'm going to go with whoever, whatever middle linebacker is here, somebody that can lead that team. If Zayvon Collins is here or even Jeremiah Wosu-Koromora from Notre Dame, I think they're going to try to adjust, address some type of linebacker, even a pass rusher here. I think this could be the pick where we see kind of a, a reach, quote unquote, in the first round because they have that top pick of the second round. So it's almost like you can take a little bit of a risk of a guy that you really, really don't want to lose, but may not be a great value. And then we can take the value in the top around too. So I think you could see probably the biggest hole on the team is safety. Um, both safety, they, they don't have a starter at safety on the team. <laughs> so I think, you know, Caleb Farley falls, a conversion to safety would be great for him. Um, Trevin Morig, the safety from TCU, uh, I think is a player that, that can be looked at here. You know, we've definitely had drafts of safeties that no one really thought were supposed to be in the first round kind of creep in there because it is a big need for teams. Um, so I think that's a possibility, um, yeah, I think linebackers on the table, maybe even maybe even Pat Fryermuth, if you know things work out. If you want to get a weapon, that's tight end is the hole. And um, Urban Meyer does like to have an inline two way tight end in that zone scheme. Fryermuth would be perfect. So um, yeah, it's I, I, you know I as a as a guy that tries to have an accurate mock draft, I hate the teams that pick twice in the first. Like that second pick is so hard to figure out, even if you know what the first pick is going to be. And I think this is another one. Uh, tough call for me. I mean, this, I think they could go in. I mean, I've heard about the TCU safety here. Oh man. Herbin Meyer. I could look offense here. I think maybe another wide receiver or something like that. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, just trying to get as many weapons for your star quarterback, but I, I could see trying to, like a corner or that kid out of TCU, that safety. I agree. FYI, I love that Trayvon Morg. I think he's going to be a fantastic football player. Yeah, he's good. Real good. 
you, you might convince me to put him there at 25. I'm like seriously debating it in my <laughs> final mock. Uh, I'll throw out a wild card too. I, I love James Robinson. It was one of my favorite prospects last year, but Travis Etienne and Urban Meyer's system would be downright nasty. And that could be another. And so Trevor Lawrence gets his running back, you know, that he yeah. played in college with, you know, yeah, that's a good point. That, that's those are always the point. dreams that never happen, but it looks like we might get Burrow and Chase. So why not Lawrence and Etienne? I, I, I love it. And it's crazy. So you said about how you might pencil more again there. I had him at pick 27 originally on mine. So it's right in the ballpark. All right, let's jump to arch enemy. Number one for your Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns who have now become relevant, who are gaining steam. They've now brought in Jadavion Clowney. They're going to get OBJ back. We all love to hate Baker Mayfield around here. I think they've addressed a lot of their needs. We know they have a really good O-line. They now have playmakers, tight ends. They're, they're decent on the back end. I'm going to – it's boring for me to do it, but I'm going to pencil in another linebacker here. They don't have a leader in the middle, in my opinion. I think this is another place where we could see the Jeremiah Owosu-Koromora or the big thumper in uh, Zayvon Collins, if either of them are here. It's best player available to me. I don't think they need any offense. I think this team just goes defense. And with defense, they can then match up with Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and win that division. Um, I mean, I, I really think corner, uh, I think that's, I mean, if you watch that playoff game against the Steelers where they, they should have won by 40 points and didn't because their corners were really bad. I mean, Denzel Ward is, is excellent. After that, I mean, Greedy Williams has had now multiple injuries. Um, I don't think you can count on him anymore. And that's about it, uh, for that team. So, I mean, I really like, I, I probably in my final mock, I'm going to have them taking Greg Newsom the corner of Northwestern, I think is a perfect fit for that defense. This is good value for him. Uh, it, it just lines up. Like I, I think Cleveland needs to be able to stop the pass a little bit better. Um, Cause I think, like you said, I mean, I think everything else is in place I mean, the offense is really there. The pass rush now is there. Um, I think linebacker is definitely an area to address at some point, but um, this team is really good on paper. Yeah. Secondary. I, you know, I, I again, I, I don't have too much to say here. I, I mean, I got to dive a little bit deeper. I'm not waking up every day and trying to break down the Cleveland Browns. Well, <laughs> they did sign the safety from the Rams. So uh, that's a great addition on their part. Mm. So I, I think, Shane, you're correct. If they do address the DB, it's definitely a corner. DBs, yeah. I mean, the secondary, a lot of games, too. A lot of pass interference. If you ever watch them, they were just like flag central watching them sometimes in the secondary. So, yeah, I mean, a secondary guy, I don't care. I can't stand them, so whatever. <laughs> well, then you're going to love the next pick. I don't like this team either, so let's move on. <laughs> pick 27, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'm kind of lost on these guys. Um, ever since Ozzy's gone and retired, I'm not sure how they're going to go. They seem to be still in the mode of get get the best player, get the big thumpers in there, the mean guys. I, I really like if they get that uh, Trayvon Morig here at safety. I I, I mean, they, they need offensive weapons for Lamar, Tony, the, the wide receivers in play. All the other wide receivers are basically in play who's left. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a flyer. Give me give me Trayvon Mooring here from TCU. 
I feel like I can never decipher what the Ravens are going to do. Um, like you said, they take they take value a lot. Like Patrick Queen was it was a great fit for them, uh, but this year I, I just don't see that player uh, that I'm like us. Oh, they could fall like uh, you know Jeremiah Wusu Kormoa I think would be a great fit. It's not really a big need anymore, um, but they've been active in trying to get every top free agent receiver, and they've whiffed every time. Sammy Watkins, the best they could do, and that's pretty bad. Um, so I, 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 I almost lean like the problem with this class is there's a ton of slot guys, which is not what they need. Um, but you know, maybe you still take a Rashad Bateman uh, from Minnesota if he's there. I think Terrace Marshall from LSU. Uh, you know, that uh, has the size that played in the slot, you know, this past season, but two years ago with Jamar Chase was the other outside receiver. Um, I, and I think they want what, what they thought Miles Boykin could become was that true outside Chase Claypool type. Um, I think maybe they take that here finally. And as a fantasy player, I, I die inside a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, on my notes, I had the same guy to TCU with you on, on, on this one. That's where I'm leaning. I think they got some good DBs, but that some safety help here. Again, I agree with Shane. I think anybody that's a wide receiver that's available here too, kid out of LSU, Marshall there, Tony out of Florida would be a good pickup. I think they just they need to go get some more weapons too. So I'm looking at the kid out of TCU, but um, I, it could be a wide receiver play here. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll just throw one wild card into this. This to me is also a trade back pick. Uh, this could be where somebody wants to come up and, and take a reach for that second, that last quarterback. I don't see it, but the Ravens are historically good at trading back and then piling up more picks. But I, I don't think they get out of this spot because they do have needs. And I mean, this is a perfect spot to get one of those other wide receivers. All right, New Orleans Saints, pick 28. No more Drew Brees. No more Emmanuel Sanders. The defense is really, really good. Maybe the most underrated, in my opinion, in the league. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to use the KISS methodology. Give me best wide receiver here. Give me another weapon for, I don't know who's throwing him the ball. I, I guess it's going to be famous Jameis, the king of crab legs. Give me Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver from Florida. I, mean, I think if Tony's there, that would be awesome. I'd be interested to see how Sean Payton uses him. That receiver hole is big, uh, so I think they're in that same boat. Um, I think nose tackle. I think if Christian Barmore hasn't gone yet, I think this is the pick. I think this is his floor. I mean, they, they were really bad against the run and only lost defensive linemen this offseason. So um, that's probably the other position that I really see as a giant hole for them. Um yeah, you know, other than that, it's it's Jameis or Taysom Hill. Like, who's 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 gonna take them? You know, um, so all these people are like, ah, they'll take the next quarterback or something. I, I think they're gonna be fine with what they have, but that's that's what's gonna determine their success. Uh, younger DB, if one of those guys would fall, um, kid out of Northwestern. Uh, again, you know, the Virginia Tech kid. I really like him, but again. You, what you guys have said a lot with the injury that, I mean, could, that could be a guy that could really slide down. And again, I think a lot of these teams here in this, in this late, like Matt said a little bit ago, this is wide receiver prime, I think. 
and it's I think it's whoever's going to be there. Um, you know, Marshall, Tony. Um, what's the kid out of uh, Old Miss? Oh, I had it. Elijah Moore. Uh, Moore. Moore is another you know speed guy. Um, small, but I think it could be a wide receiver also here. But I think if one of those DBs fall in the draft, this could be a spot that they would go and grab one of those younger uh, DBs. Love it. All right. Green Bay Packers pick 29. Um, another intriguing GM. What direction has he gone? This team kind of reminds me of Baltimore recently. I'm not sure what they're doing. They've never given Rodgers the weapons. I mean, they, they hit a home run on Devontae Adams, but the, he wasn't even a first rounder. Was he, in my opinion? No, he was a second was I, rounder. Yeah, that's what I thought. So they, they I mean, it, hitting a home run on him eased the pain. No weapons still. They're they're set at running back. Their O line is good, but I I think they could address that. Their defense is always ho hum. You know, g- give me a shot. Give me a shot on a wide receiver here. One more run. I mean, we have the the Rogers retirement rumors swirling. It, Go for it. Give me like a Terrence Marshall or give me the uh, kid from Minnesota, uh, Bateman. I, I, I think they can I definitely use a piece here. I mean, I think we all know they can. The question is, will they? Like after you took a quarterback and a running back ahead of one last year, like do they even care <laughs> about another weapon or not? Like I, that's that's the question for me is are they you know does it matter enough to them to do that um you know i think it, interior line is a big need the guard position uh is god awful um especially you know that you know, they, they've kind of whiffed out a bit cory lindsley moving on there um and you know I, I would say that corner uh could be a possibility i mean jerry Alexander is one of the best in the league i think kevin king is uh solid number two so maybe a nickel corner, you start to get in that range where that's that's a possibility. Like it feels like they have to go receiver. Like that's the biggest hole by far. We all know it. Yep. But like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I, I trust them yet to do it. Now it's a weird team because I mean they blew my mind. What was that two two years ago? When did they draft Love out of Utah State? Last year. Last year. Last year. Okay. Well, right there. I mean. This is a team just, to me, watching them sometimes, they don't stop the run very well. Their defense has some holes. So I think anybody here defensively, but again, I agree with you guys. Adams is a monster. Again, thank you. I have him on a lot of my fantasy teams, and he's won me some games. Anything, get him, get Aaron Rodgers some more weapons here. And run it. Let's go and see what happens here. I wide receiver, but again, I defense, defense, defense too with them because. But they're just a weird team because I couldn't. That was such a head scratcher for me. I couldn't believe when they drafted that kid to be the quarter. It, like it's not only that, but then they draft AJ Dillon in the second and re-sign Aaron Jones. So like, what? Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you take AJ Dillon? Like, if you're just going to spend that money on yeah. running back anyway. I, uh, their draft, their yeah, their draft last year was really, really strange. Yep. And and again, it's like why, why would you try to be pushing Aaron Rodgers out? I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I, the guy is going to be the guy. If you, I mean, you watch him, he, I don't see him being done here anytime soon if he doesn't want to be done. So, 
uh, weapons. But again, I, I don't like their, I don't trust their defense. So I think anybody there defensively, I mean, I have to dive in a little bit more who might be there, but I go get somebody on defense, but I agree. Go get, get somebody else. Cause if you can get add a little bit more weapons, man, Devonte Adams, good Lord, he could be really big. All right. So we're down to the last three picks. And I know this is going to be a dumb statement, but we're at pick 30 with the Bills. I actually think these three teams can just take best player available and just swing for the fences here. I think this Buffalo Bills team is absolutely loaded. Now, they did lose John Brown, I believe, in free agency this year. Uh, Their defense is still good. They could still use another solid O-line. So... Give me best player available on the board. And hopefully, if I were a GM, I would love to see somebody like Greg Newsom slide down this far, the cornerback, and take him. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they also grab another weapon for um, Josh Allen, even though the rookie last year played phenomenal. Um, this it is super intriguing, but then we go down to my boring picks of Marshall Bateman, Tony again, even Rondell Moore, in my opinion, still lingering around. But if I were to draft, I would I would take best corner here and give me some Greg Newsom. It, it's sometimes it's tough to pick these good teams that don't have many holes. I don't look at the Bills and say, ah, oh, this this is the position because um, I, I even receiver. You know, Stephon Diggs obviously was excellent, but Gabe Davis played well. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders. Um, you know, I, I think I think they're going to draft one at some point. Um, I think pass rush could be the position. Like Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison are both older, um, so I think if that's a position you want to kind of reload, um, we saw you know AJ Epinesa in the second round last year is definitely more of a run guy against the run so you know it could even be a stand-up kind of linebacker um if like you said if it's best player available if a jeremiah wusukormo falls or you know one of these um pass rush linebackers kind of fall i could see that happening uh for them so it's 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 just really tough i think to peg a team with with as little holes as they have um where the needs don't really match up to the value uh but you know i kind of lean pass rush for them I think best available. I think when you get down this far and there could be some guys that are, you know, again, we have no clue who's going to drop. Somebody's going to drop and then you're going to say there's the best available. Again, I haven't dove majorly in this pick yet on mine. On my notes, I have secondary. So one of those guys, one of those secondary guys, I would try to pencil in probably on my sheet next week. But again, I didn't win it last year, so or the other year, so don't hold me to it here, Buffalo Bills fans. But again, I think it, and you know, we, Matt, I know you keep saying wide receivers, but I do too, and I think some of these teams, I, I think I, I love some of these wide receivers that are still, you know, around maybe in this. I, I'm a big that Bateman out of Minnesota. I mean, if he's fallen to somebody, I, I really like him. I really enjoyed watching him play, and again, you know, the other ones we've said too, so. I'm going to probably pencil in defense here when I do my sheet. But if an offensive weapon's there, why not? The league is about scoring. As many weapons as you can get doesn't hurt your team. Shane, after we bang out these last two picks, I'm going to fire off a couple of random questions and get your take. Sure. So we are at pick 31. We got the KC Chiefs. 
Um, Super Bowl runner-up, not many holes. Love their offense. Everybody loves their offense, but they did lose Sammy Watkins. Um, they've taken some hits on the offensive line, but reportedly they've kept the door open for Schwartz, Fisher, and they get uh, Duvernay Tardif back, I believe, as well. But I could see a guy, I mean, just go solid pick here. Don't do not do anything crazy. Give me a guy like Samuel Cosme at, at tackle here. Let him pencil him in if he needs to play guard. I'm sure he could handle guard if these other guys come back. I, w- I would take, if I'm the Chiefs, I would just take best offensive lineman here. I think after that Super Bowl, it's hard not to mock an offensive lineman to them. Uh, <laughs> like, in the tackle positions where they need it, which it's possible that tackle position really dries up, that if – you know, someone takes Cosme, if someone takes, um, you know, Darson Jenkins and Slater and Sewell and Elijah Ver Tucker, now you're, you might be kind of stuck. Uh, I think we can even see the first center, you know, come off the board here. Um, they signed Austin Blythe to a one-year deal. Uh, but uh, if you have a center that has some versatility, it's going to be an older offensive line. I, I think that's a possibility. Like that, that almost feels like the pick. Um, I think worst case, if one of those top linebackers are still around. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't count out another weapon either. Uh, you know, Tyree Kill obviously is masterful, but me, I think the Miko Hardman experiment has kind of failed after a year or two. Uh, Sammy Watkins is gone. They brought back um, Demarcus Robinson, who I think is a little bit overrated as it is. So, like, I, 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 you know, I, I, th- I think they're going to draft another receiver at some point. Um, could be first round. I, I, you wouldn't get a beef out of me on that. I, I think they, I think they should address their need, which, which we all witness in the Super Bowl, like you said. But I, I mean, Andy loves his weapons on offense, and uh, you know, Mahomes is going to push for another guy. Although I'm sure he wants to stay upright much more. I think we actually lost Smitty, so you and I'll just crank through this last pick. So we got the Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl champs. And to me, their GM has done a stellar job. I think they've actually, I, I mean, I th- I could have swore I heard that they have 19 out of 22 starters coming back again this year. So do they really need to address anything? And you brought it up earlier. I love this Christian Barmore. I think this is his floor. I don't think he gets past them. So they brought back Sue, I believe, on a one-year deal. He's older, obviously. I think if Barmore is still there, bring him in solidify the middle, do the three uh, tackle rotation. Uh, yeah, I'll do one better. They they actually are the first team in NFL history to bring back all 22 starters. Uh, wow. So, See, I but, didn't know that. Yeah, so, so they literally have the same starting lineup um, coming in. So, I mean, it's, that's nuts in this era to, like, have that happen. Um, yeah. So no one has to start. You know who your starters are. Like, that. that's done. Um, so I, I, it almost lends or lends them to best player available, right? Like who's, who's good that we can take, maybe contribute. So I look at those positions that maybe you need more than just the starters, pass rusher rotation. Um, you know, I think, I think Barmore is a good call uh, with Vita Villa's injury history. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I almost lean defense, I think is the way to go, but I think best player available is, um, is a real possibility. I think this, I think we've said it a ton though. I think this is where a wide receiver could actually be in here too, because uh, what are they going to do with AB? 
And also, they did lose Humphrey, so why not give Tom a weapon in a slot? I mean, they would probably drool over a guy like Kadarius Tony, maybe Elijah Moore, or even Rondell Moore here. But sure. it, it, it's so nice to have this luxury that they have right now. Plus, what if they trade out of it? Somebody comes up, grabs grabs somebody who they really want, like another one of the, like I say all along. I don't see it happen. I don't think we get the, what is it, the fifth quarterback? Sixth, or the yeah. sixth quarterback. Yeah, I don't think we get the sixth quarterback in round one. So then I wanted to fire off a couple. That concludes all the picks. I wanted to fire off a couple questions at you here. Uh, since we do a draft sheet, uh, we just do a couple of random bonus questions. So basic just yes or no answers, and then you can address it, though. Do you think two running backs will be drafted? What's up, buddy? So, Smitty, we killed the last two picks while you were gone. We're just going to hit some bonus questions here. So yes or no answer, and then you can – interject add whatever you want one of the bonus questions we have is will two running backs be drafted in round one it's a good question i i would i would lean no i think that's the safer answer like i think it's possible um but i think teams probably won't value running back enough um i think the steelers take one and i don't think anyone else does so you think the steelers grab harrison and atn will slip to round two yes yeah i think so and i actually completely agree with you. Smitty? I hope no running backs get taken. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right. Next question. Number, if I said an over-under of wide receivers drafted in round one at five, do you go over or do you go under? At five. Um... So let's see, uh, Chase. Yeah, so Ch- I mean, Chase Smith, Waddle, Tony, I think are guaranteed. Uh, so I think that's four. I think we see another one. I think it's five. Uh, you know, like I, I think I probably would say over. Um, I think, I, I think if it was five and a half, I, I'd be tempted to kind of play that five, right? But if I have to do over right. or under five, I think I think I'd go with six instead of four. Perfect. Great answer. Smitty? Over. Over. All right. All right. Trick, not a trick question, but I'm big on this. Will four quarterbacks go in the first five picks? No. I I, I don't think so. Um, I think it's possible, but I don't think Cincinnati trades down. I think they're taking Chase at five. Um, so then I think it's do does Denver move up with Atlanta? And I think the big issue with that is now how many other teams want to move up? Carolina is not going to take one. And so now it's like Denver bidding against New England, against Washington, against Chicago. I mean, teams that are pretty far down the board that Atlanta is not going to want to move that far. So I, I, I really think, I think it's a no. I think Denver can move up a couple picks, but not to four or five. Smitty? Oh, this one's a hard one. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I Cincinnati, you know, just said about Chase staying there. I don't know. I'd like to see that offensive line there. But could someone move up and, like, could they move back? They could. I, I mean, I think the first three are locked in. Denver, you are hearing a lot about Denver. 
I did just hear something about Atlanta that the owner really wants a quarterback, but some of the other front office people do not. Oh man, Get, uh, I'm gonna. I'll say no. Okay. Mm. I I'm actually gonna go against you guys. I'm gonna play contrarian and say yes. Not sure how it goes down, but I think I think it's going to. All right, last one for me. If you guys have anything else, we can keep the airways open. All right, we we just addressed it probably so many while you were gone. Will there be six quarterbacks taken in round one this year? I actually lean no. I don't think the sixth one comes off the board at the end. I don't see the talent there. I um, Nothing's ever 100% in the NFL draft. I'll always say that. Uh, this is a strong of a no that I can give. Like this is 99% no. Uh, no other quarterback is even close to that top five. Uh, I think it's more likely that the sixth quarterback goes in round three than round one. Wow. I like that take though. Yeah. Big no for me. I, I just, I, I I agree. I just don't see, and I really like some of the, some of the quarterbacks that could be maybe let, you know, in the second, maybe to third or something like that to take a flyer on. I think there's a couple, you know, we're high on Trask out of Florida. I, I like Mond a little bit out of Texas A&M. A lot of people seem like they really like this kid out of Stanford. Um, he seems Davis like Mills, he's, yeah. yeah, starting to get yeah. some traction here, but I, there's no way it's, it's like any of those guys are in the first round. So now. All right. I lied. I'm going to do two more questions. Shane, first question, please. In your seven round mock draft, do not put Kellen Mond to the Redskins in round two, which I saw today. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably won't. I, I think my, my last one, I didn't have, I, it was a while. I think before I had Washington even taken one. So, um, it's all good. That's for personal preference. <laughs> and, and since we all do fantasy, give us one super sleeper player you would love to have on your roster. Um, from the from these rookies, you want you want. Yep. Right. Yep. From the from the rookies, somebody being drafted. Oh, so um, I'm gonna give you one like kind of sleeper and then one like super duper sleeper. Okay. We're going to go like super deep. So my, uh, my kind of sleeper is Nico Collins, the receiver from Michigan. Uh, I think he is going to be a stud at receiver, probably going to go second day. Uh, You know, he didn't play this past season, Michigan, terrible at uh, developing offensive talent, but I mean, he's big. He's more athletic than Donovan Peoples Jones was Um, just has really good technique and hands. Like, He's an outside receiver. There's not many in this class. He's a guy I want on my fantasy team. And then you know, last year, like I said, I was very, very high on James Robinson pre-draft. He's my RB11 in that class, right? Didn't get drafted and then was fantasy savior. So my James Robinson this year, his name is Jaquan Hardy. He's a running back for Tiffin College. Uh, probably not going to get drafted, but I think he is. Uh, he was dominant at that level of competition. Runs really hard. Four or five guy, like has decent enough athletic ability. I think he's this year's James Robinson doesn't get drafted, gets playing time and uh, can maybe win you a fantasy title. I love it. I love the Nico uh, Collins. Cause I'm a Michigan fan 
And Nico oh, Collins, he's a stud. He's a stud. I know you're an Ohio State guy. Oh, oh I'm not. Yeah, you know. We're, yeah, we're, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, 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 I so much agree with you, and I've seen his name been brought up on some people's shows and just on TV. I think he's he's going to be a steal. Very good wide receiver, and I agree with you. Michigan does not develop um, offensive talent very well, and he, you know, it really hurt having him out. But yeah, I I love that. That was a great call by you. That's a that's a guy to really target. I have a name, but I cannot remember it for the life of me. He played <laughs> running back. It, it, it's slipping me. Uh, he played running back for Louisville. Vivian Hawkins. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan I think of the face. Yeah, if if I go super sleeper, he would be my super sleeper pick. Yeah, he's he's short, explosive, like you know, really good player. So I hope he finds a role. Uh, I think I do yeah. too. Smitty, you have anything else tonight? No, man. I think we covered it. I mean, just a great, a lot of info. And again, I'm no draft expert. I mean, I'll have my sheet and I'll, you know, and I'll, I, and I'll tell the audience this. I will not have a running back with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm not going to break anybody's heart there. So, um, but no, I mean, it, it's great. It was great info the last two weeks having Shane on. Shane has yeah. so much knowledge. So, I mean, it's I learned a lot of names just listening to him the last two weeks. Yeah, I want to I want to thank you, Shane. Everybody give him a look on Twitter. It's Shane P-H-A-L-L-A-M, correct? Correct, yeah. Yep, awesome. He's, 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 he's killing it. Check out his stuff. I can't wait to actually see your uh, final final sheet. Yeah, look, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's it's, it's been a good time. So uh, it's, it's been absolutely, nice. we'll give you a couple more plugs, some tweets, hit you up. I appreciate the time. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks. See you, Smitty. Yeah, thanks, guys. Shane, yeah, thank thanks. you so much, man. Shane, really yeah, appreciate so it, bud. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, see you, Maddie.